And thanks for coming along to And We Have an Office Dog, the digital agency podcast where we talk to agency owner directors and learn more about what makes them tick. From the things that make them similar to the things they'd rather have known sooner, where they've had success, and where they've learned some hard lessons. All will be revealed with your host, Chris Simmons, the Agency Accelerator, and he'll be talking to a different awesome agency person in each episode, asking them four questions and seeing where the conversation takes us over the next 25 minutes. Okay, so let us begin. Over to you, Chris. Thanks, voiceover guy. And on the podcast, we've got Kevin. How are you doing, Kevin? Doing pretty good. Great to be here. Excited uh, for this conversation. So thanks very much for, for coming along all the way from stormy US of A, I believe. Um, it's just been horrible and stormy and sticky here today. We I think I've pressed all of the buttons wrong when I first started this. So thanks for your patience. So Kevin, you you uh, you run KNB Online. Tell us all about that. Yeah, no, absolutely. So I've been really fortunate to be just in the digital marketing space for a, a long time. Uh, and just kind of, you know, during that, um, just kind of saw a need in the market to have, I'd say, like a smaller agency where, you know, it's not so much about like churn and burn type of thing where like, you know, I'm deeply involved. I, I love marketing uh, and just, you know, being able to be that, I'd say, guiding light to a lot of, you know, entrepreneurs. Um, and, mm. you know, giving them honest feedback because, you know, one downside in, in digital market space is there's a lot of, I'd say, snake oil salesmen or really good salesmen who have no idea how to do marketing. And they sell yes. a lot of these folks and packages and they just get no results. So uh, that's where I said, like, you know, we're, we're a bit different. We're smaller. I'm very particular about kind of who I want to work with because I want to make sure that, you know, I, I can get them results. Yeah, and 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 you say you've been in the industry for quite a while. I was I was making a a, a good look at your um uh, your um, website, and I, I noticed that a good few of the team have got a decent amount of experience as well. So, how long has the agency been running? If you've been doing uh, yeah. the, in this space for twenty plus years? Yeah, so um, you know everybody on the team, uh, I feel like they're, like they're all A players. So we, mm-hmm. you know, I've been really selective with the folks kind of keep around. You know. It's, you know, hire slow and fire quick type of thing, especially in, in mm-hmm. the agency world. So uh, I've been really kind of keen on that. Uh, so like my background is, is really initially like SEO, affiliate marketing. And then, you know, from that, I was able to kind of be in charge of marketing for two different kind of e-commerce sites. One was Planet Shoes. They sold shoes mm-hmm. online, did about like 10, 15 million by the time I left. And then I ended up helping launch candy.com, uh, which they were at the time, like the largest like candy supplier online. Um, all right. So it's just really kind of like, you know, during all that, you know, time I had kind of the agency on the side. And then uh, right when I decided to kind of leave Kenya.com, then I kind of want to get serious about, you know, the agency. That's where I really started kind of, you know, build things up. So I've been like on both sides of it where like, hey, like you're, you're buying agency services and then, you know, maybe on the other side uh, by kind yeah. of seeing that, you know, need, I'd say for really like honest and, you know, folks that actually kind of know what they're doing. So that's where like everybody yeah. on the team, like, you know we're we're small, but you know, uh, um, you know everybody just does a, a really really good job. And and you need that, like you say, you hired a a players, and I think there's a distinction in quite a lot of um, agency land, should we say, where you can tell the difference between agencies that have done that and agencies that have built based on um, let's call it a traditional model 
um, where the agency itself is actually built on an awful lot of um, lower um, end staff, should we say? I don't mean that in, the, in to say that they're bad people, but they work on uh, on a on a on a scale basis of you know lots and lots of juniors, should we say? Yeah, and then, and and that's a problem that actually happens at like a lot of big agencies um, where again, like they just have good salespeople. And then they end mm-hmm. up handing off to these junior people that have no idea what they're doing. And again, I don't blame them. Yeah. Just like you learn from experience. Um, you know, there's only so much you can learn in a course or whatever. And the other, you know, downside is that obviously there's a lot of folks pumping out these courses on how to start an agency, you know, and they, they, they give everybody a bad name because, yeah. you know, they just, you know, just they, they guarantee the world to people many times. Like, you know, I'm talking because, because I take all the sales calls. So I'm very low volume. I want to make sure that, you know, we can have a big upside with the client. So, um, you know, I, I review things and I, I look at a lot of these accounts that like these big agencies are running. I'm just like, this person had no idea what they're doing, like mm-hmm. at, at all. And, you yeah. know, that's obviously the, the downside of the agency because a lot of them, they, they're watching like Grant Cardone and guys like that, which like 10X, 10X. Um, and they, they hire <laughs> a massive amount of people that just don't know what they're doing, which is unfortunate. Yeah. And, you know, the, the business owner is the one that gets you know, like the ad end of the pen end of the stick on that because they're paying for somebody that really is not seasoned. They don't know what they're, they're doing. Cause you think about it. I mean, like a lot of industries, you need like a, a license to do it. Like you want to be a doctor, you got to be licensed, got to go to school. And then same thing, you know, marketing where the stakes could be, you know, really high. If you have a, st- you know, a fat finger on something where you could spend a lot of money and see no results. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And um, so, so tell me, in in all the years that the agency's been running, um, what do you think has been one of the the biggest successes that you guys have seen? Uh, probably the big is just um, kind of the results we've been able to get for some clients. Uh, I got mm-hmm. a, a client that sold kitchen cabinets of all things online, and they saw a really great return at that time. I think it was like over 500K in sales on 14,000 ad spend. Another really wow. good client um, during kind of the COVID times um, where we generated um, over a million dollars in the first like 43 days and they had a really good ROAS. So they were making money like hand over fist. Um, so, you know, it's, those are some of like the, the, the best returns. Um, I definitely would mention that, you know, it doesn't always happen. You know, it always comes yeah. down to the right offer. And I'd say like one of the, the important things that I've just learned over, you know, the time, it's like, you got to be selective. You got to make sure that, mm-hmm. you know, you can get results. They have a good offer because if they don't, you know, you can have the best assets in the world and best targeting, but if it's not a good product fit for the market, nobody's going to buy. Mm-hmm. And then you're and, the one to blame for it. Yeah, well, absolutely. And and, and it, like, it kind of comes back to what you said earlier that you can be and you are a little bit picky about who you who you work with. So are there are there things that you do um, once the lead comes in that kind of give you that um, indicator before it goes too far down the road and upsets anyone? Yeah, so like I, I have really good targeting uh, with like my ads. So basically, when we have some capacity, I'm able to bring somebody on, uh, I, I turn my ads on. And mm-hmm. so like, I, I know if I get on calls to people, like they're like 80% qualified. So really it's like, I have just like genuine calls of people c- kind of like this, you know, talking about their, their business and really trying mm-hmm. to help and educate them. So the things like I'm trying to kind of get out of them. One, it's like, are they like easy to work with type of thing? You know, like, are, are they cool? Yeah. Is this somebody like I'd like to have a conversation with? Because 
you know, I'm in constant communication with these folks and they are with, you know, folks on my team as well. So it's really about just kind of, you know, talking to them, helping them and, and just making sure that, you know, after that conversation, like, do I think I can help them? And if I, I think I can, you know, then I, I want to send them a proposal. If not, you know, I, I definitely let them know. And then sometimes yeah. when it's like a, you know, like, like a drop shipper, like, like I know I just can't help them right out of the gate. So then I just, you know, just kind of let them know that, Hey, like you don't do paid ads because you're not going to get re results with it type of thing. Yeah. And honesty often saves people the, the pain later and, and it does cost a lot of money when you churn a client. So if you go back in time um, to when you were setting up, is there, is there any advice that you'd give your, your, your younger, just starting out in agency world self? Yeah. I mean, I think this would be what I'm doing now, which is like be really selective you know, think more deeply about, you know, who you're going after, why, like, is it, is it a good offer? Can we actually get results? Cause you know, it, it, it's very front loaded doing work. And the last thing you want to do is, you know, commit and then not get that person results. Cause if not, you know, it, you're not going to make money. Cause very, many times like the way I have a lot of my deals inside a flat monthly fee plus a percentage of either managed ad spend or, um, ROAS. So I got to make sure that, you know, we're going to have something that can really scale, you know, to be able to get them results or, you know, you know, ROAS. Cause I always really like trying to get the ROAS if it's something that's like trackable that way, mm -hmm. you know, me and everyone in the team were more aligned to their success. Um, because mm -hmm. like in the, the, they're coming to us and other you know, digital marketers to get them results. You know, if you don't get them results, you failed. You know, plain yeah. and simple. Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm guessing, and I, I, I've not been delivering services like this for a little while now, but um, how much more difficult do you think it's going to be to to sort of prove the uh, the return on ad spend and things like that when GA4 changes and some of these platforms kind of follow suit from a cookies point of view? Yeah, it's a good question. So I think like GA4, like I, I think that build out is honestly like horrible. I mean, it's, it's so buggy. Um, mm. I mean, really, I think that the thing that really hit more was the Apple privacy tracking. Yeah. Um, that really hit things really hard. Facebook or Meta, as I call them now, um, I'd say has definitely done a really good job with kind of figuring things out. I think really where there's more <clears throat> potential like issues long term is the fact that, you know, in the e-commerce space, more and more people are kind of buying things from Amazon. Um, mm. so like they, they see the ad and then, cause pretty much everybody has like an Amazon app, at least in the U S you know, they're seeing it and then they're going direct to like the Shopify store and then they're, they're buying it on Amazon. So in that case, the attribution is like gone. You, you don't have any attribution and the system can't mm. optimize. Um, you know, like they did come out with something called like buy with prime where you can add it on your Shopify store. And I have one client that we're like testing it on and we see upwards of like, 40 to like 60% of purchases mm -hmm. are happening from people that are clicking that. So when that happens, the attribution doesn't go back to Facebook and, and you know, the platforms like that. So that's really where I'd say the one thing that <clears throat> I've been doing is really kind of educating, you know, a lot of these business owners about, mm -hmm. you know, you cannot be as focused on one channel and the ROAS as you were in the past, yeah. all the platforms work together and you got to look overall, Hey, what is, my overall marketing spend, what is our overall revenue? Is it increasing? If yes, 
probably really good chance that's directly correlated, you know, to the marketing efforts. And the trouble with that in a, in a sense is that it becomes a digital uh, marketing version of half of our ads are working, but we're not sure which half. Um, Correct. It'd be interesting. So in the, um, uh, so for season at the time of recording um, for this, you know, things are just about to kind of kick off with GA4 in particular. Um, but hopefully you'll come back in a year or so's time for season two and we can talk about the actual developments in the agency that have been based around that because it'd be interesting to see, you know, how a business which does report performance measures has, has kind of adapted some of those things, some of the narratives and stuff. So uh, hopefully have you back for that. Um, yeah. what, what do you, what, what do you think since setting up the agency, what's been one, um, one of the things that you kind of did, I say wrong, but one of the lessons that you learned quite quickly and you've, you've now sort of, that's been a, a warning shot, should we say? Yeah, no, and, and good question. I'll just go back to like the premium on GA4. Like one thing that, you know, we've been doing, I think a lot of more organizations need to be doing is, is leveraging other tracking besides GA4 and Google mm. Analytics. Like I use one called like any track, what helps with, um, you know, conversion API or segmetrics. So really it's going to be leveraging, you know, other tools like that, that are still going to mm. be, you know, tracking and like, you know, GA4. And then kind of your question, uh, could you um, say that again? Yeah. So is there, is there anything that you, you've, you've done um, in the, in the formation up to now of the agency, that's kind of been a hard lesson that's been learned, but something that, that you, you know, you, you've now sort of built into the business. Yeah. Yeah, no, good. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's probably going to be like when it, when it really started out, I tried to like help everybody type of thing, mm. you know, and, and bring them on where it's like, hey, like I, I could figure it out type of thing. Um, and <laughs> yeah, build the plane whilst you're flying it. Yeah. Um, so I, I, that's really where like I've learned, you know, you've you got, you got to think more deeply, especially to offer who you're targeting and be more selective. Um, because, you know, there's so many people that just, don't live by that and they just want to sale and they're just say hey i'll figure it out later um you know i always especially in the past you know when, when i talk to people like I, I want to always just make sure that, that i can get them results um and just with a lot of the changes that i'd say that has happened with like the ios privacy that has made it a lot harder that's like where you know like i will just i, I won't really take on drop shippers you know because it, it just is not going to work and that's just where like, I'm going to be able to identify areas where it's going to be really difficult, where like the chances of being successful are, are, are really low. So that's really where I kind of I build that into, say, the sales process up front, where, mm. you know, I'm trying to stop any of that because like it, it honestly pains me when we bring a client on and we can't get them results. Because um, mm. like I said, I mean, it, it's a failure. It, it's on me for bringing them in and and thinking that, that we could get results. So it's really just kind of, you know, like I said, just being selective and that was something that I would definitely was in, in, in the beginning mm. and just kind of even building that into that sales process up front. So that way we, we don't get into situations like that. And and you mentioned a, a moment ago when, um, when you're in a, pl a place where you can take another client on, you switch your ads on. Um, the, the assumption there is obviously the ads are targeted, which I very much likely uh, given that, uh, um, that that's what you do. Um, you you are targeting properly, but how did you get to a point where you um, you knew who your audience was in such a way? Because so many agencies sell everything to everyone and do everything for everyone. Um, how did you get to a point where you could say that's the customer? Yeah, really good question. I mean, it's really just from from doing and just thinking about who are like the customers that 
I really get results for? Like, who do I like working with? And then mm-hmm. it's a matter of kind of finding that that targeting and then crafting that message to get them in. Um, mm. And, you know, that's the other thing. I mean, there's a lot of agencies that like they, they can't get clients for themselves from paid ads, which is like, it's like, what, how are you trying to do this for other people? It's actually where like, you know, I, I take a lot of pride in that where it's like, hey, if I couldn't get clients from how on earth would I be able to get it for somebody else? And there's just a lot of clients, uh, agencies out there that, that, you know, don't like they have those horrible ads. Um, and all they're doing is like spamming people and, mm. you know, then that's the other thing that this kind of, you know, gives our, 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 our space really that we're in just like a bad name. Yeah. Cause there's a lot of folks like that. Um, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, I guess if you, if you know, um, the solutions that you drive and what the gains are from that point of view, you can look at the, the pains and the, the issues that those clients would have. And, and it isn't as simple as we just want a better return on our ad spend. It is we want to hit our targets or we want to grow uh, based on the business's strategy. And we want to make sure that I look good and get my bonus and things like that. Yeah. Um, and most ads uh, that I see, especially for, for digital agency services are the short tail keyword type thing where it's just like SEO, <laughs> SEO agency. Exactly. Yeah. Um, not, not the, not the stuff that kind of pre-qualifies them in, a, in, in a sense, because like you say, you, you want to you wanna know before you get to the pitching process, before you put a proposal together, that they aren't a, a dropshipper or a person with no budget that can't be helped. Um, so, you know, knowing the audience and, and, and catering for that in your ads is is, is massively key. So yeah. let's, say, let's say there's someone listening now and they're thinking, do you know what? I've been listening to Kevin's podcast and I this is this is it. I've decided I'm setting up an agency. Tomorrow is my my first day of getting my uh, agency building in place. I'm starting from tomorrow. They knock on your door, Kevin, and they say, what's one piece of advice that you'd give me um, before I get going? What would it be? I would honestly say don't do it, to be, to be <laughs> honest. Um, it's it's not for everybody. And, and I want to tell you, tell you why, because it's, you know, starting out, you know, it, it can be really difficult. Um, you can either, you know, grow too fast type of thing, your, your quality goes down. Probably like the hardest thing is, is juggling clients. Um, mm. You know, it, it can be really difficult, especially starting out. I mean, starting out, you got to be, you know, the salesperson, you got to do like the inbound marketing. Um, you're going to have tremendous ups and downs because but you're starting out, you know, you're going to live and die by those first few clients, you know, and that's going to be stressful beyond belief. Um, but like if you're somebody who, who doesn't give up, you know, you're, you're willing to be okay with the ups and downs, you know, then do it. You know, you know, agencies can be quick to get some clients, but can be mm-hmm. just as quick to lose them. And that's really where being able to, to juggle so many things, you know, starting out, um, yeah tends to be really different. That's why I say like, like, don't do it, try to get into something else because it's absolutely, I feel like, you know, a, a sea filled of red, you know, like I say, where it's always the people are kind of chopping at the bit um, because mm-hmm. even like when you get results for clients, these clients are going to always have some other agency chirping in their ear, sweet nothings of how they can get better results. Exactly. And I often say to people um, when I have these kinds of conversations with them that, you know, champagne on the way up and punches on the, in the in the face on the way down. Yeah. Um, and it's easy to like champagne. Um, the, uh, yeah. the 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 key thing is um, you've got to be able to take a punch. Um, so, yeah, resilience is a massive aspect of running an agency. And I think that you know, 
people getting into the industry or getting into agencies uh, and and learning to lead, um, there's there's a heck of a lot of um, there's there's more punches in the face uh, than there are sips of champagne. Um, yeah. But if you know what your plan is, if you know who you are, if you know what you're selling and who you're selling it to, and you've got a decent sort of value set and cultural sort of agreements internally, then it's easier to uh it's easier to enjoy the good times um, yeah yeah i, I the, you say you know perfectly with that i mean just say like there's just gonna be tremendous ups and downs yeah you know and, and that's that's it absolutely um kevin it's been wonderful having you on the podcast and hopefully we'll speak in a year's time and we'll be able to talk about uh all of those uh, uh those tracking changes and what developments the agencies put in place there but um thanks so much for for coming along Absolutely. And thank you, you know, for having me. I hope this was helpful to anybody listening. I hope I didn't, you know, to discourage you. Um, it just, you know, agency. Oh, they stopped listening the second you said don't it, start an agency, Kevin. Probably, probably. <laughs> no, I mean, I just want to be honest. I mean, I, I live in it, you know, like I don't have a huge agency and, and most people starting out will definitely be on that small one. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and in our next episode, we'll be speaking with another agency leader to hear their story and the lessons they've learned along the way. And thanks very much for listening. <laughs>